Hello everyone and welcome to the BH Live podcast. My name is Brendan Hansford and I'm a choreographer and movement director based in London. This podcast is actually taken from an Instagram Live that I'm planning to do every single Sunday and I'm planning to bring on some amazing guests from the creative industry who can give us some advice and answer loads of questions for you. This first episode, however, is just me and people were firing questions at me and I had some questions uh, pre-written, shall we say? And I'm giving advice about getting into the industry and also just talking about myself a little bit. So I really hope you enjoy episode one. And in the future, I will 100% be joined by some of the most incredible people in the world. So make sure you subscribe and stay tuned. Last week, I did my very, very first live, which was great. And I had an amazing response. Had about 183 people come on the line, which was brilliant and answered a bunch of really cool questions. However, I didn't record it because I didn't have the settings right. So uh, this week is technically the first episode of BH Live. I don't know, we'll, we'll think of a cool name for it. And I'm gonna load all the videos up to YouTube. So there'll be like a YouTube series and we'll be covering it. And also I'm gonna be interviewing loads of people uh, from around the world who are in the creative industry, who are interested in what, what I have to say. So also I've got Claire and Max joining me on the line later. They, they've got an important message they wanna push out. So make sure you stay tuned for that. So, um, oh, I should probably mute my computer. There you go. Um, so some important updates is, one, this is now going to be a weekly thing. The time will slightly change, but I'll explain why in the rest of the updates. And again, I'm going to invite people on to be interviewed. Uh, some exciting news is I will be starting live classes very, 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 very soon. So keep an eye out on my Instagram to see where they're going to be. They're going to be through a big company and gonna have like three classes a week like I would if this coronavirus thing wasn't happening and there'll be Thursday nights and there'll be two on Sunday as well so this live will be moved to a later time probably at four o'clock which works better because there's a few people from LA that want to come on and be interviewed yes to live classes thank you um also as a special deal a lot of people asked about branding last week and websites and stuff like that so I spoke to the website company I use and in short, they've given me a promo code to get £100 off their website. So normally it's £200 and £20 a month. And these websites are purely aimed at performers. So like yourself, and they're so easy to set up. So with a promo code, so you need to email me or message me afterwards, and I'll send you the code and the link, and you'll get £100 off your website, which is really good. So send me that link, and that's purely going through this live. And the I think the link's only valid for two weeks. So even if you're planning to get a website in like a month's time, two months time, you can pay for it now and then get it all set up and ready to go for when you need it. Okay. Um, Instagram live promo. Oh yeah. A lot of people have been messaging me about Instagram promotions. So I've kind of put a little guide thing together that I wrote out. So if you want that again, message me, send me your email address and I'll pop you over the guide to get your promo sorted for Instagram. And lastly, quick plug is remember I have tutorials on YouTube, go and abuse them, they're free and there's about 150 on there so you can go and do it as you will. So um, guys, if you're coming in, please put your questions in the question box. At the moment, we don't have any questions in there. So I'm going to kick off and look at the very long list of questions I've been given already, which is great. Um, so again, I can't remember how I got these all from, so I've just copied and pasted it across to a uh, chat box. One of the questions was, would you have a specific tips on how to market or pitch yourself as a choreographer? Which is a great question. Um, but it, 
It's also a hard answer as well. So I can only talk from my own experience as a commercial choreographer who has done theatre and has done other stuff as well. So I would say invest in creating content. So Instagram, Facebook, whatever there is, YouTube, invest in creating content. And what I mean by that is get a decent camera, uh, start getting okay with editing software, like all the filming and stuff I do myself. And I set up on a tripod and I go crazy and then I edit all myself. So I'm, I'm a trained photographer and videographer as well. And I do all the editing. So that helps a lot in what I'm doing. Uh, so as someone who's looking to do a choreographer, get creating content. When I first started out, I was releasing like dance concept videos sometimes on a weekly basis. Uh, yeah, I grab a bunch of dancers who are up for doing stuff and need some footage themselves and, you know, find a cool location and get someone to film it and edit it myself or, you know, make really good friends with a good cinematographer who can edit. Um, big shout out to James Williams, who is an incredible cinematographer. So if you want to use someone, definitely go and get him. <laughs> You're an idiot, sir. Uh, so to answer that, create content, put it out, keep pushing get emailing, do the same things you would do as a dancer, create databases of people you want to connect with. And then from there, uh, email out and keep reaching out and keep reaching out and keep reaching out. So I'd say keep the database and each week try and reach out for them up to like three times. Uh, and when you kind of get past three times, I would start to put them into a second list and then create um, a big file list of networking. Sorry, I've got loads of messages coming in all at the same time. Sat, I love your question, but put it in the question box. How long is your longest moonwalk? <laughs> How long do you want it to be? How long's a piece of string I can just keep going for? Absolute ever. <laughs> uh, cool. Lots of waves coming in. Hey, Lisa. Blimey, I'm seeing you in decades, mate. Um, okay, the second question I got put in. Guys, remember, if you do have a question, chuck it in the question box at the bottom. There's a little question mark. And join me and us. Anything you want, anything. It can be a personal question. It can be about the dance industry. It can be about what's next. You know, anything you want. Hey, Mickey, um, where do you recommend to get your photos done? Now, I've been asked this quite a lot lately. Obviously, there's so many places you can get photos done. But one person I keep coming back to is Jodie Morris. Jodie Morris is insane. Uh, I love everything she puts out, and she keeps you looking like you, which is incredible. Because when it comes to doing um, a casting, you don't want to show up with pictures that look nothing like you because obviously they've, they've hired you on this picture and you walk in the room and suddenly it's like, oh, this isn't the person we got. And you're already at a downfall there. So I'd, I'd say Jodie Morris is a great photographer. So look into her. Next question. Any good books to read? I already brought the books out for this. So I'm just going to hold up a few. So I'm really, really, really into my personal development. And for the people that don't know, I started to train as a life coach once upon a time. Oh, my phone moved. Let's bring it back. So I started to train as a life coach many, many years ago when I thought I was going to give up dancing. And it, you know, I kind of coached myself at the same time and realized I love dancing, just didn't want to be a dancer anymore. So I came back as a choreographer, which is now six years ago and probably the best thing I ever did. So some of the books that really helped me is The Secrets. Now, this is a great starter book i don't completely agree with everything in there because you've still got to work your butt off to get where you want to get but this is a great one to get you into the right mindset and start believing in the universe and thing pulling things to yourself and staying in that place so that you can pull things to yourself another one compound effects yeah this one is great for work ethic so really get into that and one i'm about to read which has been highly recommended is slight edge um, I can't tell you too much about it yet because I haven't fully read it, but I'm so on it. I have to read all the Harry Potter books. 
Erin, you're an idiot. So if you're watching this on YouTube, sorry if I, I read out and laugh at comments, but there are comments here, but most of the stuff will be in there. Yo, Charlotte, how are you doing? So there are three of the books I would start with. Um, if you want any more recommendations, obviously hit me up in a DM and I will do my best. I've got a couple of questions coming here. Why are you wearing that shirt? You look like a lumberjack. <laughs> I don't know, I just wanted to wear a bit of colour today and I pulled it out and I was like, hey, why not? I've even got like red shoes to match the red. Um, fully like coordinating today. Um, but that's a funny question, well done. Uh, are you still vegan? No, I'm not. Uh, I did vegan veganism for about four months, uh, mainly for health reasons and I wanted to try it out and see how easy it was or how hard it was. And then I went teaching in Asia. And a week and a half passed before I realized I'd been eating fish in the sauces every day. So it was, it was like virtually impossible to get any veggie food out there that didn't have some sort of fish sauce in it. Or So I, I kind of threw the hat in a little bit and went, oh, get me a burger. <laughs> so no, I'm not vegan anymore. Sorry. Never seen you in a shirt. Can't lie. Oh, Charlotte. Very true. Oh, there's loads of questions coming. Um, let me see. What would you do if you really injured and the dance career is in danger? Oh, good question. I suppose that kind of question, if you could reword as what would I do if I wasn't dancing anymore? I would 100% get into film, TV, commercials as someone behind the scenes, kind of like I already am. Maybe it'd be a camera op, steady cam, a DP, a director, probably a director, because that's like my long term Go, but yeah, if I got really injured, I've, I'd probably find a way around it to still dance and still do my thing and still get out there. So yeah, injuries are always the biggest fear when it comes to doing this career. But luckily I'm, well, not luckily, but I'm a choreographer now, so I can still choreograph on other people's bodies, which is amazing. So it does allow me to um, continue what I'm doing. Uh, would you recommend dance to stay in London and try and network and get ahead of London scene or go and do contracts abroad? Oh, hard question. It really depends what you want to do. Um, why are you wearing your shoes inside? Thanks, Aaron. Why not? It matched, right? Um, if you want to be a commercial dancer, I would 100% say stay in London, network, get in there because it's, it's hard. It's a really hard industry to break and you need to be around for those opportunities to rise and then for those opportunities to lead on other opportunities. So you might work with a director and a director loves you and wants to bring you back. You might work with a choreographer and a choreographer loves you and wants to bring you in on as much stuff as possible. But if you're running around the world, you do get a little bit forgotten and it's quite hard to break back in quickly. So I'd say if you're looking to the commercial industry, stay around, stick in the industry, network, go to class, um, yeah, just network like crazy and stay in and give yourself a good two years. Like nothing's going to happen overnight. You know, it's it's not a quick thing. It's very, very hard to break into the industry. And don't get me wrong, there's always exceptions to the rule of people that just appear and they smash it and they're absolutely killing the industry. Um, but most of the time it's a, it's a long slog and it's hard. Uh, if you are in the MT world, which is a completely different thing, I would say 100% take the contracts, get the experience, build the money up, um, unless you want to be in the West End. So it's really hard, again, to answer that one because I'm not massively in the musical theatre world, but I do know a fair bit about it from friends and so on. So commercial world, stay in London, MT world, I'd say take the contracts, get the experience and travel the world and enjoy it. You know, I can't really talk. I'm the one that's going to be travelling at the moment. Uh, no more questions. So, guys, fire the questions below. I'm going to refer back to the questions I have here. Uh, what's next, Brendan? 
<laughs> really, really simple question. So um, obviously, until this virusy thing disappears and we know what we can do, it's quite hard to assess. But my aim is to travel the world and teach in as many different countries as possible. And I'm going to keep this live going. So each week I might be in a completely different country coming at you from a beach or from, <laughs> from my hotel room going, look at the city. And it'll be really cool. So that's my aim to begin with. And I'm creating something called BH Academy, which we'll hear a lot more about uh, as time goes by. Um, I'm going to really focus on the live classes once we've got them all released. And I can teach them from anywhere in the world. So if I'm in Thailand and it's four in the morning, I'll be up teaching you and again, getting on this live and hopefully talking to some incredible people that I meet on my journeys. So that's one of the things I want to do is, is meet people in all these different countries, some cre like incredible creatives and get them on this live chat where they can join in and we can talk to them. You can ask some questions. Uh, I've already got a list of about 15 people, lots of blue ticky people, lots of incredible choreographers again, a director who is very, very big in the world of music videos and commercials. And he's coming on the live, I can't remember the dates, but I'll start putting dates out when I finally got this all kind of locked down into an idea. So yeah, my aim is to travel, 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 uh, get my BH Academy started, which is all about education and um, helping the dance community as much as possible. And then when I'm back, I'll be launching something called BH Creative, which I'm not going to tell you too much about yet because it's still in the stages of being formulated and I'm hiring staff and so on. So that's very, very exciting. But you can probably kind of guess where that's going to go. Oh, we've got a question coming. Where are they? Why? These questions are annoying because they don't appear in order. Uh, Amy, do we know what's going to happen with the youth company? Well, yes and no. Uh, it's probably looking at everything going on in the world right now. It's very unlikely that uh, it's going to happen again before September. So it's frustrating because for the people that know me, I love my youth company. I love teaching them. I've got an incredibly talented bunch of kids. And it's like the highlight of my week every Saturday morning showing up and teaching those guys. So it's very frustrating with all that's going on. But... I know base aren't opening up for a while. I don't know exact dates, so I don't want to speculate. But the short version is uh, I doubt it will be opening up again till September. So we're going to re-audition in September. And obviously everyone who's in the crew right now, I'd love you guys to re-audition, obviously. Uh, and start again fresh in September if we can. Where's the first place you want to go when this is over? Thank you, Nat. That's a good question. Um, oh God, it's hard because... I really got to wait to find out what countries open up first and ones I can travel to so I don't have to do a two-week quarantine. But I would love to attack Thailand first. Uh, for the people that know me, I was in Thailand when this whole thing happened and I was supposed to be spending a good month in Thailand and enjoying myself and traveling and, you know, meeting great people. But last minute, it was like, you got to get home, you got to get a flight. And then two and a half grand later, I had to get a flight home. Insurance companies still haven't paid out. Thanks, insurance company. So if you know anyone that can help me with that, please do. So that's my, I think Thailand will be my first thing. And I'll probably spend a good month in Thailand traveling around and teaching and seeing sites and so on. But my, my overall tour will be Asia, the whole of Asia, uh, South America, uh, South Africa, and also Australia and New Zealand. That will be the aim. And I'll be popping back to England as much as I can to do some workshops, do some teaching, uh, see friends, families, loved ones, etc. Don't know about the dance there, but you need to visit Saudi Arabia. Yes, Erin. I think that's actually on the list. I've got Dubai on the list as well. So, and um, Abu Dhabi and so on. <laughs> Sat, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, no more questions from you guys yet. So remember guys, fire the questions down below and I will answer them the best I can. Uh, next question I've got on the list. How are you keeping yourself motivated during lockdown? Um, 
I'll be completely honest, at the beginning of lockdown, I was completely unmotivated, didn't have any direction. I was sitting around all day thinking, what the hell am I going to do with myself? Because I'm used to running around London, having meetings, teaching classes, doing jobs, being on set. So I'm so used to being around and seeing people that staying indoors and just um, was killing me a little bit. I was getting really, really down about it, as I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to. It's quite depressing. Um, the minute I got more positive and motivated is when I created a goal, um, and I would highly recommend this to everybody out there, is think about, think, think about um, what you love, what makes you happy, and what you actually want to do coming out of this. And that's what this lockdown has done for me. And so I'm, I'm actually really, really grateful for the lockdown now because I would never have made the decision to run away and travel the world uh, without this lockdown to happen. So I'd say really have a think about what you want to do, what makes you happy. It might not be dance. It might be something completely different. But then focus that goal and start building everything towards that goal. And I think your motivation will click back into gear. Like I've, I'm back into being a workaholic again. So, and I love that. So I'm up every morning and I'm in front of the computer most of the day. I go and do my things where I can play a little bit of COD with Sat. Hi, Sat. Um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of how I've kept motivated. If you have to pick one dancing choreography or teaching choreography every single time um teaching then dancing i absolutely love choreographing and creating and working with incredible dancers but then i also love teaching i love educating and i i love being that person in someone's life that can help them progress and grow as a person and do their thing but and, and obviously i love dancing as well but they're all kind of i love all of them but at dancing right now you know i'm getting older and my body can't take what it used to take. So <laughs> choreography works perfectly. Uh, another question, if you could collab with any choreographer, who would it be? Matt Stefanina. I said this in the last one. Um, I love everything he does. He's an incredible dancer, an incredible business person, an incredible entrepreneur, and I really look up to what he does. So I'd love to have a collab with him at some point in the future. You never know, it might happen. Uh, any more questions? No. Okay, so let me go back to what's your daily diet like? terrible at the moment and it goes up and down so if I'm having a healthy week I'm really good I wake up in the morning I'll either have uh, it's like granola with yogurt and some honey and some blueberries or next day I might have a fry up <laughs> um, a lot of people I had a similar question that happens later on is how you know they see all the food I eat on Instagram and some of it's really like junky uh, how do I stay slim uh, I just I'm really dedicated to my workouts I'm doing a workout pretty much every single day um, now we can go out and meet friends. It's great. Again, Sat is one of my best friends and I, we head out to the park and do a workout all the time and I kill him. Um, and it keeps me fit at the same time. So my motivation is again, helping him and it keeps me fit. But going back to diet is, oh yeah, I just, some, some days I'm healthy, some days I'm not. As long as you're active, you can work it off. Um, lots of greens in the evening, loads of asparagus, spinach and all that sort of stuff. Hello from Singapore. Hey, how you doing? Um, any more questions? No, guys. Again, if you've got questions, fire them downstairs, downstairs at the bottom of the app. Uh, watch, uh, can you recommend some good lockdown reading material? I already did that. So um, for the people you're just signing on, The Secret, good start. Compound effect will get you moving. Slight edge, I haven't finished yet. But <laughs> that's some really good reading for you. Um, let's go to some of the silly questions while we're waiting uh, to see if anyone wants to chuck any questions below because some of these are quite funny. Uh, and thank you to my friends for sending them in. You made me laugh. Does pineapple go on pizza? Yes, 100%. I love a good pineapple pizza. Uh, would you rather travel five years into the future or five years into the past? Oh my God, into the past. Because then I know what's about to happen and I can give 
my um I can use my advice from what I've learned over the five years to actually smash the industry. What is your motto in life? Do you know, it's changed a lot. Um, it used to be um, stay true to yourself and the rest will happen. So in other words, have integrity, be yourself. Uh, but it's also kind of come in, no, no pineapple on pizza. <laughs> um, but it's also another one's come in is how can I help? So a lot of the personal development I've been doing, reading and watching is all about helping other people to benefit uh, life as a whole and by benefiting life as a whole and genuinely meaning it and reaching out and trying to help people wherever they are in their career. You excel yourself as a person, um, you're happier. And actually by putting out that vibe and vibrating on that level where you're happy and you're enjoying life, you're helping people, you will attract the people into life that are going to help you. You know, it's good karma. So I've kind of got two mottos is stay true to yourself and the rest will happen. And the other one is how can I help? And I've a lot of people have messaged me recently. You might be on the line now. Um, I just reply saying, hey, how can I help? And see if there's anything I can do. Hey, Brendan, long time no speak. How are you? Hey, Charlotte, I'm very good, thank you. It's, it's good to speak to you as well. Pineapple on pizza. Yes, it's amazing. Another silly question. What's your favourite colour? Oh, I don't have one anymore. Like, when I was younger, it was blue. Then it became purple. Then it was black. And then it was black sort of colour. And then it was red. And now I don't know. Oh, we've got three questions coming. Are they silly questions or are they good questions? Let's find out. I like to see tea or coffee. Um, I love both tea and coffee. But coffee throughout the morning and then tea as the evening goes out. And then fruit teas and like chamomile tea in the evening. Uh, where's the rest of these questions just now? Uh, and wait a minute. Would you post your workout routine? I've actually posted a few on TikTok. So guys, if you don't follow me on TikTok, go and have a look. I've done some silly videos and some cool videos. And I've kind of showed you what I do workout wise. But I'm sure I can. I'll figure out a way to film it that doesn't take up too much space and put it on somewhere. But it's, it's actually really hard to figure out a workout at the moment because, you know, body weight wise, it's... I'm trying to figure out a really good workout because when I go abroad, obviously I won't be joining any gyms. So I need to figure out a complete body workout without using any weights. Obviously, back and shoulders is the hardest one to do. Um, my shoulder one, I've actually been doing handstands against trees and pushing up. And obviously, abs are easy. Push-ups for chest, easy. Uh, squats for legs, squat jumps are great. Um, and resistant bands have been great for doing um, biceps and so on. But you can do push-ups with biceps. All you do is you turn your hands out to the side and it works your biceps and then turn them in and elbows back for your triceps. So if that helps anyone, any more questions here? Uh, one minute ago. Tea or coffee? Yeah, thanks Emma. Um, hey Brenda, long time, okay. Charlotte, coffee <laughs> against trees. Charlotte, explain, I'm not sure what you mean. Um, okay, back to some silly questions. How is your hair so curly? Is it natural or fake? <laughs> um, it's, it's very natural. Wait there, I'll show you. Sorry, I couldn't find it straight away. Uh, um, this shout out to Lowry, who basically gave me the best curly hair routine ever, is come out the shower, push this into your hair, put it into the roots and the thing, and then, when it's still wet, chuck some of this in. Da -da -da -da. And then after that, if you want to, and it's not quite getting where you want, I'd say put some mousse in it. There's some really cool ones out there. That's how I do my hair. But no, it's, it's completely natural. I can thank my mum and my dad for that. Um, another question. Just turned 40. Can I begin dance? Would love to learn contemporary. Yeah, you can dance at any age. I remember being at Laban Center and a guy started when he was 36. And I mean, he went back to training, so he would have graduated at 40. But yeah, you can 100% start at any age. Like, 
if anything, it puts you in a completely different bracket for work. So dancers tend to start dropping off about the age of 30. So if you're an older dancer, there'll be niche work for you as an older dancer. I think I said this last week, someone asked a question about um, weight and body image. And, you know, one of my biggest advices to people, if you are a bigger person or you're tall, you're short, use it, you know, promote yourself as that, because there's always jobs out there for you, especially in the commercial world. And actually, you stand out rather than like someone covered in tattoos, for example, will stand out over the, the 20 that don't have tattoos. And if they're looking for a tattooed person, they'll get the job. So use whatever your quality is, know yourself and then put yourself and brand yourself out in that way. You said you work out against... <laughs> okay, Charlotte, I know what you mean now. So basically, I'll do a handstand against the tree, put one foot over the top, and I'll, I'll push up upside down to work my shoulders. Um, okay, let's go. I've been doing martial arts for 12 years now and not enjoying it. I have been debating on leaving, but I know I will miss it. But I want to focus on dance more. Oh my God, do it. I'm, for uh, again, people don't know, I'm originally uh, trained as a kickboxer. So from the age of 16, I was kickboxing for about three years and then as an adult I picked it up again and it got to the point where I was thinking about competing and thinking about getting in that but the injuries uh, from the martial arts would have kind of taken me out of dance more times than I was hoping for so there's something in my hair look at that what is it oh, a bit of fluff um so yeah 100 percent. and the flexibility you learn in martial arts will really really help you in the dance world um yes lowry yes melissa uh i can imagine walking through the park and just seeing brendan in the tree doing push-ups yeah you can i'm literally not in the tree against the tree so do a handstand put the foot up bend the foot so you can get levitation levitation is that word um and bring it in Oh, you're not just taking the mickey out of me now. Okay, um, serious question or fun? Let's do a few funny questions that people have put out. Uh, so no, my hair's not fake was the answer to that one. What's one dance style you'd love to learn? Uh, I think I said this last week, I'd love to get really good at tap, like really good at tap. I picked it up years ago, I did like grade two adult and I never really picked it up again, but it's one of those styles I just love. It's annoying because in the industry wise, it's kind of, it's not as big as it should be because the talent behind it is insane. So, yeah, tap would be the style that I would want to learn. Um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? If I could have all the opportunities that you get in a place like London, I would go to Thailand. You know, I absolutely love the place and it's probably a place I want to retire when I'm too old and can't do this anymore. And I would genuinely buy a beautiful place with a swimming pool that's on the beach and I'll have a boat and it'll be like one of the remote islands like Koh Phangan. Um, where I can just jump in the boat 20 minutes away to the mainland, pick stuff up. And yeah, I've already got the life planned. <laughs> just don't know who with yet. Um, next one is, funny question or silly question, what's your favourite healthy snack? I don't really have any healthy snacks. I love a Kit Kat. And I love those pencil sweets. They're not really healthy. Healthy snack. Mm, I'm not very good at healthy snacks. That's the worst one. Cats or dogs? Dogs every single time i'm actually allergic to cats i do love all animals i love cats but if i touch them touch my face i blow up like will smith did in hitch and my eyes are closed up and it's really really sexy uh, next time i go to thailand can i join you please sure i can fold you into the suitcase um any questions guys put them downstairs in the little eye box celery yeah i don't like celery i'll be honest uh, okay let's go back to a serious question uh what's your favorite dancewear brand 
I don't really have a dancewear brand, if I'm completely honest with you. Uh, one of the ones that's really doing big things at the moment in the industry is Dinkware, and they're doing great things to support the industry, and I really love what they do, and the owner is an incredible guy. In fact, I've asked him to potentially help out with this live cast, maybe with like discounts or something. So fingers crossed he gets back and um, we can help. And oh, so for the people that missed out on the beginning of this, there's a £100 discount on getting a new website if you message me afterwards and I'll send you the promo code to get it. And I'm planning to do a lot of this. So I'm, I'm reaching out to photographers, videographers, website guys, dance, anything that's relatable. So if there's any, anything you can think of that would really help your career, Message me, tell me the best company, and I'll see what I can do to reach out to get some discounts and stuff off. And so this will also become a place where people can sponsor episodes and also they can put their discount codes on here for you guys to love life. So remember to DM me or email me and I'll send you the details about the website. How important is it to brand yourself into someone that people remember? For example, hair, clothes, name, and Instagram. Uh, extremely important because you are... The best way to think about it is you are a business. You are the product. So same way Coke has a can and it's, you know, we, need, we know the red one is full of sugar and we know if you've got the black ship, it's the zero. If we know if it's this color, it's that and so on. So they're, they're, they're like the perfect example of branding. You need to do the same. And don't get me wrong, you can change your branding, but I would 100% stick with your branding. Like mine is my, my curly hair. Um, and actually one thing I've learned recently, I've been doing a lot of reading uh, while in lockdown about branding and trying to keep up to date is... People are getting so many logos done. Stop it, in my opinion. This is my opinion. As an individual performer, get rid of the logo. Just have your name in a, in a certain font, in a certain way, and let that be your logo. Your name should be the thing that represents. You know, I'm pretty sure, including myself, none of us are big enough yet to be Prince. And even with Prince, that didn't completely work out. So I'd say have your name. But if you've got a company and you're working under a company, then 100% get a logo. So that's something I've learned recently. But yeah, 100% brand yourself. Make sure you buy all the clothes for the photos that you get and you have those clothes and you wear them to audition like, so you show up representing exactly what you put out. Same with the video. And then the website needs to completely represent you. It might be that you have a particular color, um, but that's completely up to you. Sorry, I forgot about the question mark. So what's your favorite choreo you've done for a class? Oh my God, I've done so many bits of choreo. I can't think. I really enjoyed doing Tacky Tacky. That was fun. Um, Trini Dem Girl did a bat double. I don't know the words, but that one was a really nice bit of choreography I really enjoyed. And one of my all-time favourites, I think, is uh, Beyonce Yonce. And I reteach that all the time. Uh, Yonce, y'all. Like, yeah, that one. Um, I'm not a singer. Can you tell? Uh, who is who is doing your hair in lockdown? <laughs> We've had this question. I do it myself. Uh, if you missed it, watch the live afterwards. You can see the products I use. Yes, I saw that was my favourite. Thank you, Charlotte. Uh, okay, there's another question come in and I'm clicking the button. It's not opening. Right, let me find it. One minute. Favourite song at the moment. Do you know what? I've been going back to my youth a little bit um, while in lockdown. I've been listening to songs I listened to when I was younger. And one of my favourite bands was Green Day, the Dookie album. So I don't know if anyone loves Green Day, but Basket Case. It's one of those songs that I listened to when I was younger. It used to get me really like hyped and like up in the world. So I've been listening to a lot of my old music more recently to motivate myself because it kind of reminds me of being young and <laughs> shut up it kind of reminds me of that time where I was full of energy and I just wanted to smash life and you know when you're young you don't you don't have any baggage you don't really care in the world you just do it so I've really been doing that a lot lately so I've been listening to old bands like Green Day Nirvana um I grew up as a rock baby like I was fully into my alternative rock uh yeah so that was 
answered that question. Let's go back to the questions we have here. Do you think the world of taking class has changed over the years? Uh, people used to just train and now people get upset if they don't get picked and select and if they don't get in the video. Oh my God, that's a really good question. Of course, that came from Erin. Thank you very much, Erin. Is Yes. <laughs> I remember going to class at Huskies many, many years ago and all these amazing studios that were open where there was no one videoing the class. It was a very rare occasion. You just showed up to train. You didn't dress your best. You, you know, girls didn't wear the makeup. You're in your baggies and saw Green Day at Wembley. Yay, they're amazing. So it's changed so much. Like I think class has, I think the pressure in class has completely risen, which I, I'm, I'm not 100% if it's a good or a bad thing yet. Like in my beginner class, I've actually stopped filming completely because people are there to learn and not feel uncomfortable and not feel like, oh my God, I've got to get it right. I don't want to mess up because Brendan will post this video. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's a hard one because in the more advanced classes, I suppose it's a good thing because it pushes you harder. Um, but obviously live classes at the moment are, are awkward because I'm, I suppose people are used to being in class, seeing the best one and trying to push for them, sweating the endorphins and being around people that are all trying to bring each other up and getting that vibe in class. So when I do my lives, I'm going to try my hardest to keep that vibe up because it's, it's going to be, I suppose, the energy will come from me to you guys. Um, because there's no one talking back and really asking questions, it's, it's going to be quite hard. But yes, classes have changed so much over the years. And it's, it was kind of slow development at first, but then when Instagram kind of hit as a big hit, it's all about getting in a video. It's all about getting a video to push out. You've got to look your best. You know, uh, I'd love people to go back and just focus on the dancing and focus on the training and focus on getting things Bang on. Um, if you don't teach commercial and the hip hop style, what would you teach? Oh, um, so my st I call my style now urban commercial. So all my classes are going to go out as urban commercial because uh, my main style is kind of from street dance, but I've kind of integrated into commercial world over the past six years. What would I teach if I didn't teach that? Oh, jazz? Like lyrical jazz? Oh, I do teach that as well, but like lyrical jazz would be my next um top subject i suppose what things do you do for what's that what things do you look for in a dancer when casting oh good job um i think i'm a bit different from most casting directors so i suppose when people walk in the room we're automatically thinking who looks right for the part so do we need a brunette do we need a blonde do we need black do we need asian do we what 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 are we looking for so that instantly rounds people out and if it was up to me i would literally cut people on the way in and not waste their time, you know, and say, guy, you know, you're not right for the part, but if you want to come in and do a free class, you're welcome, you know, you, no matter how good you are. So then that way it avoids that horrible rejection that you've gone into an audition, you've smashed it, but you didn't get picked because the way you looked. And most of the time you don't find that out and you, you know, you're not going to go up to the casting director who's busy and be like, why didn't I get picked? Help me. <laughs> um, so you never find out. So you go away thinking you're a failure, which you're not, because most of the time, I'm talking like 90% of the time, it's based on the look. So uh, first off, we look at the look. Secondly, I, I look out for the nice and the nasty people and who deserves it. Obviously, if I know people in the audition, I'm probably going to try and get them through to the final round. Uh, just because if you know them, you're, you're always going to help your friends out before you help out the people you don't know. Like that's, that's life, which is why I always really push network, 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 go to class, go to class, go to class, reach out, reach out, buy coffee, buy lunch, whatever you need to do, because you're always more likely to get a job from someone, you know, who knows you. And if you work with them before, you can go in, shake the hands, everyone else audition goes, oh, great, they've got the job. So that helps. Um, if I see anyone being horrible, nasty, little snide comments, uh, instant cut for me. I can't deal with that. 
But then after that, in audition, choreography, how much are they listening? I will give corrections on purpose as a whole, but they're normally aimed at one person because I like that person. I want them to get the job. If they don't take the correction, they won't get the job. So I'm really looking for that. And then performance always, you know, are they looking up? Are they looking down? Are they looking at me? Are they looking at themselves in the mirror? Um, yeah, so really, really push on the performance side of things. Okay, thoughts on a gap year. Hey, Izzy, how are you? Thoughts on a gap year? Yes, I'm so on the travel vibe right now. So especially with this whole crisis going on, you know, could it happen again? Could there be other things? I want to go and do it now. Um, if it's up to me, I'll be on a flight tomorrow and talking to you from Thailand next week. <laughs> uh, hey, Claire, Claire, you're on the line. I'm going to have to figure out how to bring you in in about 10 minutes. And Claire and Max are going to talk about something to do with the Grand, which is where they work, which I'll let them do all the talking because they know everything about it. What advice do you have for my first dance captain job when Corona is over? Obviously. Hey, Beth, dance captain job. Um, I'll be honest, I've never been a dance captain. I've been a choreographer, which I suppose is kind of the same thing, is just know your stuff. Like, there's, I always feel for the dance captains, from what I've heard, is they get a lot of stick. Because when the choreographer's gone, um, dancers will talk back and be like, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this. Know everything about everything so that no one can talk back. And be confident. Take over. Be the choreographer when the choreographer's not there. That would be my best advice. And just don't take any any rubbish from anyone, you know, you are basically taking the choreographer's role. Um, so, yeah, be confident, know your stuff, uh, don't be lazy, because you, you've been given that role for a reason, and you deserve it. Do you think me doing MT, this is a personal question to you, Charlotte, uh, do you think me doing MT, and if it hopefully works out, do you think I could still do commercial jobs like that? Yes, of course. I've um, choreographed, obviously, quite a lot of commercial jobs, and I've hired people from the MT world. Sometimes you have to obviously take a sickie that day to do that job or take a holiday day. Or I remember, what was I working on? Direct line advert. And there was a few guys in Chicago when it was out and they had to run away and be in the show. So they, they just said that, you know, can I still do this job? There's always a way around things. And they were filmed more in the morning and they got to go off to a job. So, yeah, it's possible to do both. Um, mainly if you're in London. So if you're in a West End show, 100%. If you're touring around the world, probably not to be honest. So if you want to stay in London and work on both, I think it's massively possible. You know, I choreograph commercial and I've been doing a little bit of theatre. Not that you know much about that one yet, but it might be something I do more in the future. Um, so yeah, good question. Uh, again, guys, any questions, put them in the question box down below. Uh, I've thought about this from last week. So I've got a list of questions people have sent me beforehand from people who can't be on the line. I don't think I'm going to get through them all. There's loads. Um, any advice on how to stay strong after getting no after an audition. Okay, so it's a question about rejection. Um, so if you're new to the industry, you've been in the industry a while, you'll know that rejection is the, the biggest kick in this industry. Uh, the harsh way of saying this is you need to get thick skin super quick. Um, it does get easier. Every audition you get and every rejection you get, you get a little bit used to it. Uh, it was only when I started, as a dancer, it was only when I started to not care, I started to get loads of work. When I really cared, maybe that, that came off somehow, maybe it was desperate, maybe that oozed from my body. But the minute I stopped caring, I started getting loads of work and I, it, was, it was kind of non-stop for me because I literally went in and treated it like a class. Yeah, of course, I looked my best, I dressed up, um, but I always had something to do after an audition. So I think that helped a lot, whether it's meeting a friend who knows going to cheer you up or going and doing something like cinema that's going to take your mind off it. But my biggest advice is the minute you leave that room, forget about it. 
And this is where the thick skin comes in. Forget about it. You went to the casting, forget about it. You sent the email, they offered you something, forget about it to get a contract. Because the minute you get your hopes up, you're opening yourself up to that rejection. And don't get me wrong, this is hard. I think there was a survey done on what's the most scary things in life and rejection was first. So like death was seven. So everyone hates rejection. No matter where that is in life, whether it's in your love life, in your work life, in any part of life, it's horrible. Um, It's just you need to get good at dealing with it when it comes to career. Because half the time, like I said earlier, um, 90% of the time, it's nothing to do with your talent. So you should never worry about that. It's normally to do with the looks. Now, if you go in and you mess up the audition completely and you fall over or you kill someone, not literally, um, then you've got an answer. (laughs) Just don't do the same mistake again. Um, And I suppose the other bit of advice is learn from it. You know, if you can ask for feedback, get it. If you can't, you know, just be really self-analytical and really look at what there was you did well and what there was you wasn't. Same with painting gallery submissions. You just start again, start again. Yeah completely. Uh, Thanks, Liz. Uh, Just again, 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 again. So here's a great little stat is by six months, over half the people that graduate from college are going to drop out. I only know this because I'm researching my new documentary, Building a Dancer, the colleges. Um, I'll come to you, Larry, in a second. So 50% are going to drop out. Basically, by year four, there's only about 5% left from people who went to dance college. So all you have to do is stay in it. So... (laughs) If you can last four years without dropping out or changing career, you're probably going to have a really nice career going for you. So the stats, look at them because you're, as long as you're in it, you're in it. Do you see what I mean? Just don't quit. Don't fail. The only way to fail is to give up. That's a great slogan. I've, probably someone else has said it first, but I'm going to keep it. Hey, Lowry. Uh, how is it there without me? I'm on my own now, guys. Lowry's left. She's gone back home to Clacton-on-Sea and I'm I'm alone. So feel free to call and say hello and get me talking about anything. FaceTime, whatever. Um, Keep me entertained. Uh, Oh my God, 5%. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Biggest bit of advice you'd give two boys to scare to... Ah, great question. So I actually did an interview with Simon Says the other day about boys in dance. And I actually released the video after Lara Spencer said they made that off the wall joke about the prince, which completely went nuts online. So we created a video about boys who dance. Um, and obviously, I'm a boy who dances. I'm a man that dances. Uh, what advice? Is ignore it. I, there's nothing else you can say. Get thick skin. Ignore it. I've suffered from bullying from early parts of my life, and it's only as I got older that I saw it as a medal of honor. Because people don't take the mickey out of people unless they're jealous of something. You know, if you you wouldn't take the mickey out of someone who is really down on themselves because they're down on themselves. You would help them. But someone who you perceive is doing better than you, whether you realise it or not. You would take the mick out of them to make yourself feel better. So whenever bullying comes around, it's it's normally a jealousy thing. And if you can get your mindset into understanding that, then you know you'll 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 definitely be in a better place. And I swear, as you grow older, it gets much better, much much better. Those people that were taking the mick out of you be the people clapping you in the future. You know, there's people at school. I studied fashion when I was at school, which was already. Um, opening up for bullying because I was the only guy in the class. Same with dancing. I, a lot of times I was the only guy in the class. But from, from a, a, a guy's perspective, that makes me stick out. There's more jobs for guys in this industry because there's less guys. Um, so I'd say just stick it out. It's a hard one. But, you know, it's, yeah, I suppose it's a test as well. If you can stick it out, then come to the industry, you'll be laughing. Um, Amy, I had to leave when you answered what you look for in a casting. Any chance you can quickly summarise? Uh, Amy, I'm going to be posting this video on my YouTube channel and also it will appear on my thing. So go and flick through it afterwards just because we're running out of time. Spot on your bullying jealousy. Yeah, I'm massively bullied when I was younger and hence why I started kickboxing. And 
Uh, I moved away from home when I was 16. So I lived in a place called Dorset, which was a very, very, very little country town. Everybody knew each other or was related to them or other things. And so I moved away when I was 16 and moved out on my own into Tooting, which was a long time ago before Tooting was a nice area. Um, and I just decided I'm, I'm not going to be that shy introvert kid anymore. So I um, just decided to be confident and acted it. I was faking it, of course. Uh, but every day I faked it, it became more natural. And then I'd say a year or two later, it just became who I was. And although I'm still an introvert inside, I'm really good at being an extrovert. What's your guilty pleasure? God, I don't know. Is it a guilty pleasure? I love playing PlayStation and Call of Duty. Is that a guilty pleasure? I don't know. I eat too many sweets. <laughs> Got roast. I love chocolate. Is like, oh, chocolate. Guilty pleasure. Sitting in a bath with a cup of tea. <laughs> I don't know if that's a guilty pleasure. Gonna start vlogging again? Yes, I am. That's a great question. So um, when I'm going abroad, I'm gonna try and put out a vlog every week. It won't be as comprehensive as the vlogs I used to put out, but it will be like my week in uh, Bangkok, my week in Phuket, my week in whatever country, I can't think of any countries, Singapore, Malaysia. Uh, it will be like my week in that country. So I actually bought a new Mac recently, which is something I couldn't afford, but I found a way. And I'm gonna create loads of videos and pictures while I'm away and go absolutely nuts with the content. Uh, fake it till you make it. Yes, Liz. Fake it until it becomes you, I think is probably the better saying. When I say that, I mean your personality. If there's something you don't like about yourself, I always say force yourself into it because there's a reason you became that way in the first place. So if there's a quality you have that you're not massively keen on about yourself, you did it for a reason. Something happened in your life that was bad and it made you feel like something's wrong here or I'm not right or whatever or I'm not loved. And then you made a decision the next day. And I mean, it could have been that instant. So I have got a background in life coaching. It can be that instant. And then you decide that to be, uh, to stop that from happening to you again and getting hurt and feeling like that, you become a certain way to stop it. So then you become that way every day and you start doing it until you forget why you started doing it. It just becomes who you are. A prime example is when I was younger, something happened uh, with my brothers and, um, they, they ran away from me. They were like six and seven years older than me or whatever it is. So I was like, oh, they don't like me. I'm not likable. So then the next day I decided I had to be likable. And I did everything I could possibly do to be likable, whether it was have all the best toys, arrange all the parties, be in charge, you know, run the best things. And for people that know me can probably see that. I can start a conversation with anybody. I'm always running it and in charge. And it's just, it's a quality that I've created from when I was six years old. So you can 100% do it when you're an adult. Uh, I think you should do a vlog every day in quarantine. Oh my God, can you imagine? That would either be really funny or really boring, but probably not, Charlotte, but thank you for that. Oh yeah, how was the new Mac? The new Mac is incredible. Um, I, I, I spent way too much money on it and I upgraded it as much as I could uh, with the intention that I had 14 days of Apple to send it back. And I was hoping that it wouldn't be as fast as my old one. And I could be like, yeah, send it back, get the money back. My old one's great, but no. It's incredibly fast and I love it to pieces. So I'm selling my old Mac if anybody's interested. I've got a whole kit set up. Um, any more questions in the box below? Nope. Okay, we're getting nearer to the end. So I'm going to save it. If you sent questions in, guys, I'm going to keep hold of them and try and answer them next week, uh, depending if I have an interview or not. But I've already, I think I've already got one lined up with an incredible choreographer. Can't say anymore. But let me answer some of the stupid questions. Where were we? Would, would you rather have toes for fingers or fingers for toes? Fingers for toes, because I could do some amazing like work, like a monkey. Um, top or bottom? Bottom. Depends what you mean by that. So yeah, oh damn. Uh, what's your favorite film genre? Oh, I love a horror film. I really, really love a horror film um, or thriller or actually I like all films. I want to eventually direct. So that one's gonna have to be all ones. 
what's your biggest pet peeve? People that don't have integrity. That's going to get serious now. Um, integrity to me is someone who's their words. And if you can't keep your word, then that's that's the biggest kind of turn off, the biggest no-no for me. And it's the biggest red flag, depending on what it is. What I mean by that, if you say you're going to do it, do it. And if you can't do it, say you can't do it before you can't do it. And give a good reason and then make up something to do it. So it might be as simple as you're, you're going to an appointment. Message before you're late. Do not message after you're late because you've already lost. You know, and then explain how long you're going to be. Just have integrity. Biggest phobia. Oh, God, what phobias have I got? Falling from a great height. I developed, um, I went on uh, one of those spinning carousel things at a fair many years ago with the chains. And it was just two chains. I had. I was fearless. And um, while I was doing it, there was cracking happening in the chains. Scared the life out of me because I was so high. And I literally gripped on like this for the whole time. After that, I've got a weird, it's not fear of heights, but I just don't, I, I, it's horrible. That's my fear. The It movie, yes, that is a great movie. Favourite artist, Gallery London. Uh, I literally grew up loving Salvador Dali. He's one of my favourite artists. Or Dante Rossetti from the Pre-Raphaelites. There's a painting he did called uh, Beta Beatrix with the phoenix flying in, which kind of inspired the phoenix tattoo on my arm. Um, but yeah, I love the, the Renaissance stuff and the surrealism. Uh, sorry, I had to say that. Charlotte, I'm crying. What did you say, Charlotte? I completely missed it. I have to read it out. If you had fingers for toes, you could hang in the trees better. <laughs> okay, Charlotte, that was good. All right, let me answer one more question. And then I'm going to bring Clara and Max on to talk about what they're up to. Uh, if you were going to die in a horror film, how would it happen? Oh, God, I'd probably have an axe to the head or something stupid like that. Uh, I'll do one more. Two more. What's your favourite cuisine? Thai. 100% Thai. Stroke burger and chips. Stroke Indian stroke, I love all takeaways. Boxes or briefs? Boxes, all the time. Okay, um, now I've got to figure out how to bring Claire on. Uh, so if anyone knows how to do this, could you um, let me know? Oh, I think I've got it, Claire. Oh, I'm moving, I'm gonna add. So we're waiting for Claire to come on now. Let's hope she's still here <laughs> and not gonna leave me hanging. Hey! Hello. Hi. Hey guys. So for the people who don't know, Max is an insane choreographer, pineapple and at base. He teaches mainly heels. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I do choreograph other styles, but my classes are heels, yeah. yeah he's insane. So oh, you've got to keep up. And I said also an incredible choreographer, dancer. She helps me out with my youth company, one of my absolute best friends of all time. So these guys have come on to talk to you about The Grand, which is where they work and what's going on there right now. So I'm going to pass it over to you guys and you can talk. Cool. Thank you. Um, hi, Erin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk for too long, uh, but basically anyone that does know us uh, knows that we work in a um, venue in London. It's called The Grand. It's in Clapham Junction. Um, and obviously with what's going on at the moment, it's closed. Very sad. So we can't perform and yeah. you know um but because of the the situation and uh you know landlords wanting your rent still um we have come up with a campaign to save the venue because it's obviously in a lot of trouble and uh might not be able to reopen which we don't want to happen so the campaign is called save the grand very simple <laughs> um it's just a crowdfunder there is a um, a page um which you can find in my bio on the Grand Clapham's Instagram. Um, and it's just, it's just a donation page, 
but along the way we're doing some fun stuff yeah we're doing some bits events. to try and get people in uh, involved and excited and you know active and doing some bits as well obviously just to go back as well as well as it being a venue that we perform at it's also a, a hosting venue for a lot of shows so some of you might have been down there um so yeah it's it's uh, a venue that holds a lot of drag shows we have pop artists we've had uh, people from all different walks of life so as much as it's saving our job it's also just saving a venue that puts on incredible content and you know stuff that we, that you guys are all welcome to always come down to and we'll always help you with coming to our events as well so yeah so it's really trying to save something that a lot of people come to and not just what we obviously love it for ourselves yeah as well, so. it's um obviously like you, especially of a lot of dancers on this chat have probably read all the stuff um about the whole arts industry you know everyone is in the same boat um and without venues in london there's going to be no performing jobs for those that that section of uh, the industry so it's not just our venue there is venues all over the city um in exactly the same situation and uh so obviously we don't want to see it happen to anyone but um this is the one that we're working on because it's where we work yeah. um so uh, i mean side note do i look really brown or is that just we're trying to get some natural light in here yeah, yeah. We're, we're not stupid we're sitting but... by the window so we look nice and uh, <laughs> um, you, know, well, you know i bought i bought a little ring light that literally attaches over your phone oh, nice. can... how cool is that <laughs> it's off so i'm going to tell you how to invest in that <laughs> all right yeah we'll, we'll, we'll look into one of those but now basically Give a shout out for your Instagram name so they can come and follow you and learn a little, little bit more about it. So my name, my Instagram name is underscore Claire Street. And uh, mine is just at Maxi Razor, M-A-X-Y Razor. Cool. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you look on any of our profiles, literally everything about the grand is, we've posted like a million things. The link to the campaign is actually in my bio. Um, but obviously if you just want to have a look at what the venue does that um that instagram handle is just uh at the grand clapham so you can have a look yeah. but we were going to say so once. what we are doing at the moment our current sort of bit of fun um is our venga boys dance challenge so this is where you guys can get involved we've posted our videos as well the venga boys have seen it all we've sent them the video they've liked it all um so we're hoping that they're going to start pushing this out with us um and basically it's a tiktok style uh, grand-esque style of dancing that we do on the stage. Um, a bit of fun, something a bit silly. Uh, just to raise awareness, we're asking people to tag five friends to nominate to do the challenge, and if you can, to nominate, uh, to donate some money to the to the uh, crowdfunder. But ultimately, we just want to let people have a bit of fun, get their friends involved, get everybody spread dancing, the spread the word, and who doesn't love the Venga Boys? Yes, and what was amazing yesterday challenge and he oh. is doing it as well. Uh Erin Jade is as well. She's and on she's Leah. doing it. Charlotte, you're doing it. Yeah, Charlotte, you're doing it. It's it we, we basically wanted um more people to see it and do it. Uh it's more about that than the actual donation part. Obviously yeah. that would be great, but we, we wanted just want to just do to something have fun and just know yeah. that it's coming from us and that we're trying to have a bit of a laugh along the way. Yeah, but um, it was fun to create. And I have to say, <laughs> yesterday, getting a, an inbox message from the Venga Boys was, was pretty fun. It was, it was just like, fun, yeah. the Venga Boys have sent me a message. I was like, 
<laughs> I love them so much. We've met them. They're friends. just amazing. Yeah, they're great. Um, so yeah, they're proper on board. They love it. They've seen loads of the videos. So um, but yeah, that's on, that's on our page. That's on the Grand's page. Brendan's doing it later as well. And uh -huh. um, so check it out. Really, really easy to learn. Yes. All right. We'll hold you to that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> that's about it really isn't it and you holly i see you there holly oh you yeah you've got to do one holly better get on that please <laughs> excellent all right guys well thank you so much for coming on no worries thank you for having us honey make sure you guys donate and do the videos and um feel free to tag me in the comments and i'll come and like and comment on all the ones i can we will say goodbye. see you later oh, thanks guys bye everyone love ya <laughs> All right, hey guys, so I'm going to wrap up now because we've only got about five minutes left. Uh, basically, I'm just going to go over the updates I went over in the beginning of the call and just reiterate what, what I'm trying to do. So this is going to be a weekly thing. From next week, it will probably be four o'clock because I'm hoping to have my live classes from one o'clock and that will be a beginner class. And then 1.30 be my um, intermediate class. And then half an hour after that will be the live. So it gives me half an hour break in between. So yes, tag. And so... I forgot what I was gonna say, but keep an eye out for my live classes. I'm gonna promote them this week once everything's confirmed. It's very, very exciting. Um, I'm gonna be interviewing people. So if there's anyone you want me to try and interview, hit me up a message and I'll pop a DM to them and see if I can get them on the line. And it's gonna try and be a new interview each week as well as updates and any questions you might have to be answered. Uh, yes, the live class will be signed this week. If you want the promotion for the websites, remember you've got two weeks to use this promotion. I think it's only 10 days left now. I can send you a code by DM or I can send you a code um by email and it will give you a hundred pounds off a brand new website it's specifically aimed at performers like you the company are great they're going to be doing my new website which is coming out very soon and they're also doing the website for my company coming out uh bh academy and so on they're incredible and it's normally 200 pounds a month no sorry 200 pounds set up and then 20 pounds a month but i get you 100 pounds off with my code so make sure you message me if you want that uh, instagram promotion again last week we had loads of questions about the instagram promotion and I'm sure we'll have more in the future. I've written a quick guide, which I've sent out to people. I'm gonna extend on that guide now. And um, yeah, email me up or send me your email and I'll send you over the guide. Uh, lastly, my YouTube channel, keep an eye on it because there's still tutorials on there. Just a heads up, they might be coming off at some point. So go and learn them as much as possible now. Uh, I'm in talks with a company about doing something else soon. So make sure you abuse that. And also this video is going to go onto my YouTube channel and every week I'm going to post onto my YouTube channel as my Insta Live episode. So this is now officially episode one. Last week we call episode zero test, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's literally a couple of minutes left. So if there's any questions, fire them in before I say goodbye. Um, but other than that, count to 10, maybe someone want to do it. Uh, yeah. Guys, hit me up with questions, uh, send me messages, say hello, uh, reach out to me. I'm very accessible right now because I'm sat at home on my own. So yeah, reach out. I'm happy to help where I can. Um, if you're an artist and you want promoting, reach out. If you want to work with me, reach out. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, no more questions. So guys, thank you so much for being on the line. And thank you, Charlotte. <laughs> and Charlotte said nice shirt for the people on YouTube. Uh, thank you for being on the line. And I look forward to seeing you during the week and next week in the classes and on the Instagram live. I will probably have a special guest next week. Again, keep an eye on my Instagram and I'll let you know who it's going to be. So ciao for now. See you later, guys.